the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. It's a couple minutes after 4. Listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app. We have a uh, cloudy forecast. The rest of the afternoon, the night, tomorrow, rainy off and on. 50 to high today, 56 to high tomorrow for Sunday in the Big Eagles game. Lots of sun. Some clouds mixed in, a lot cooler. 42 the high for Sunday. Flyers lost 5-4 to Vegas last night. They'll try it again tomorrow in Arizona at 8 o'clock. Sixers at Houston tonight at 8 and speaking of those Eagles, they cap off a weekend of football, which starts tomorrow. Buffalo at Houston at 4.35. Tennessee at the Patriots at 8.15. Then Sunday, it's uh, Minnesota at New Orleans at 105, followed by that Eagles-Seattle Seahawks game at Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia. I was down at the NovaCare Complex earlier today and had a chance to chat with some of the players going to give a nice, healthy segment devoted to that a little later on in the hour. So you can hear from the likes of their All-Pro center, Jason Kelsey, who just uh, was named to the uh, NL, uh, NFL All-Pro team, I think for the third time uh, at, for the Eagles. And also we have uh, other players uh, who Dallas Goddard uh, on the receiving side of things and a couple other players will give you some uh, samples. Vinny Curry had a chance to talk with him a little bit, get some insight into how they're thinking. You know, 48 hours from the game – uh, Danny, you know, I know you're not a huge sports fan. Will you be watching the game at all on Sunday with your dad or anything like that? I mean, I have to, right? Well, I don't know. You said, I think a while back you were watching Monday Night Football when the Eagles were playing. Yeah. And you were asking your dad lots of questions, right? Yes. And he gets very annoyed. He's like, I'm just trying to watch the game. <laughs> He's like, would you stop yeah. for 30 seconds? Let me just, I missed the game. I missed, yeah. what just happened? Yeah. Well, I mean, but it is good that you're trying to learn a little bit. Yeah, and but it's frustrating. Father-daughter time. So, well, so everybody's got their own mindset. You know, 48 hours from now, it'll be basically 48 hours from right about now, they'll be getting ready to kick off. So folks have their snacks loaded up mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, their Barker loungers ready mm-hmm. and whatever, get their pillows propped up. And just <laughs> so, if you're going to the game, of course, it's a different story. Uh, so, but I always find it interesting as an athlete, like, what are you thinking and how do you get ready I know just coaching our church softball team, which we believe it or not is more competitive than you think, how when I, my brother is a painter and I used to paint with him and uh, we'd be talking about the lineup all day where, you know, we're like strategizing. Should we bat this guy third, <laughs> this guy fourth and all that stuff. So as a, a player, you're, you know, your livelihood's on the line, your season comes to an end or you move on one step closer to the Super Bowl. So Anyhow, I only had one or two questions for these guys. There's a whole bunch of you know newspaper writers and TV folks and columnists all. So you know, I don't want to try and step on anybody's toes. Mm-hmm. And it's a massive humanity just to even get like, even holding my recorder out, my my one arm is out like over something and under something, and the, 
And like after about two or three minutes, I'm like, just try holding your arm out for about three minutes. And you're like, man, my arm's really killing me. Yeah. You try and switch, you know, without getting in somebody's way. Right. Because there are cameras from every angle. Right. So you don't want to like inadvertently mess somebody else up. So anyhow, managed to get some good pieces of audio. Also spoke with, briefly, with uh, Josh McCown, who's the backup quarterback for the Eagles. So hopefully Carson Wentz is able to make it all the way through. Did talk to uh, him very briefly and gave my number. And I'm not, I don't think you're going to call us today, but just in case we're ready for him. Yeah. And uh, anyhow, so there'll be a little bit of an Eagles segment. On the back end of our program, we have our famous Now That's Punny segment. We haven't really done that as much lately, right? We kinda, I know. The holidays and things have been inconsistent. So you're, we're doing reverse roll. You're doing the puns. I'm mm-hmm. playing the sound effects. Oh, yeah. All right. If anybody wants to send in a, a pun, text that in to 610-500-DOVE. By the way, 610-500-3683, or you can email timmyd, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. We have fun with that the last few minutes to cap off the week. Also along the way, we'll play a few clips for you to give you some more, like like a podcast potpourri of sorts, to give you an idea of uh, what the program is about. And we have um, something I just want to share with you. On the more serious side, a couple of things uh, that I'll get into in, in a moment. Uh, out of the book of Proverbs, a couple of verses that really have stood out to me. And somebody, uh, well, I'll share more about that in a little bit. Uh, we also have, I don't know if he's lurking nearby, but um, the hardest working producer in Philadelphia radio from 402 to 45850, who is now retired, Joe Harnett, is actually in the building. And he's going to jump on the program, Danny. Do you know Why? Why? Well, I'll let him announce when he comes in the room. Ooh. All right? So, All right. So a little let, teaser. We may even throw in a little bit of music this hour, too. And if you want to call in, just say hello, whatever it might be. 800-560-WFIL is our number. 800-560-9345. We'll have some giveaways to do. Oh, I know. With the game uh, Sunday, Eagle Seahawks, we have to have a little contest for that. Sure. So here's my thought. Tell mm-hmm. me what you think. Okay. At any point during the hour, you can text in your prediction for the game. Mm-hmm. You know, so you just need to put who's going to win and what the score will be. Okay. All right. Hopefully, also, with any time you text, if you don't mind, put your first and last name and where you're from. It's just nice to know who's texting. I, this is not about collecting phone numbers so we can push all these messages your way. Right. We want to know what your name is. You know, Joe Smith from Malvern. Whatever. We want to know who you are. And that way we can have more of a, a contact thing going back and forth in, over time. So text in 610-500-3683. Uh, your prediction for the game, who uh, you know, who wins, who loses, what the score will be. If uh, we'll we'll draw some healthy a healthy amount of winners just for taking time to send your prediction our way. If you happen to nail it exactly, winning team, losing team, and score, we'll give you not one, not two, not ten, but twenty five gift cards. Whoa! Yeah. 25 gift cards. You're feeling very generous. To a variety of outlets. We have Dunkin', we have Wawa, Panera, Rita's. Yeah. So, now, of course, we won't know that till Monday after the game has happened. But before then, if you just take a second to send a prediction of any sort, we'll put you in a drawing and we'll, we'll make a bunch of winners for that, too. Fair enough? Sounds good. Okay. So, we're good to go. We'll take our first break. We'll come back and uh, we'll jump on, jump back into the program and keep things rolling. Thanks for listening in today. It's the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Back in a minute with more. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. 
412 on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thank you for tuning in. If you're new to the program, or even if you're not, you know that we, well, we have interviews as part of what we do on this show. And every now and again, we like to play a clip for you so you can kind of get a flavor of what the program's all about. Uh, you can find the podcast of all the programs we do at WFIL.com. But kind of in a nutshell, we like to give away stuff. We like to take calls, we like to take emails and texts and kind of interact for sure. Uh, also, I like to give you an opportunity to listen in. I'd like to have different guests on uh, the program from different walks of life, uh, kind of underneath simply the maybe the most well-known verse of the Bible, John three sixteen. It says, For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And so to that end, the program reflects that. Uh, if you're walking the planet right now, if you're around, uh, you have that opportunity to take advantage of that promise in John three sixteen. So um, a lot of folks that we have on the program have done just that, but not everybody, not all of our guests are believers, and uh, that's done intentionally uh, to have this just kind of an opportunity to build some bridges and get to know people and where they're coming from and kind of step in their shoes, too. Um, this next guest, I just want to give you a clip for, from this, a gentleman named Mike Norman, and um, his father, the well-known uh, Christian music pioneer, really, Larry Norman. I just want to play a couple clips for you. This is uh, this actually begins with me introducing Mike Norman, who's his son. Mike's, uh, I think, in his 30s at this point. Here we go. Our guest is Mike Norman. He is the operations manager of something called Pole Gems. Uh, let's bring Mike Norman aboard. Hello, sir. Uh, hi, Tim. Thanks for having me today. My privilege. Longtime friend from different, uh, we'll, we'll get into that later, how we know each other, but uh, you are the technically, I guess, the, is the operations manager for Pole Gems? Yes, that's right. Okay, and you're in Salem, Oregon. Yeah, yep, Salem, Oregon. Okay. Yep. Polegems.org is the website. I'll let you start. Just tell us about what Pole Gems is and and where the ministry of it started, where it came from. Okay, great. So, um, Pole Gems is a Christian-based 501c3 organization uh, here in Salem, Oregon. Um, it's unofficially began in about 2011. And then we got our nonprofit status in 2012. We are essentially an outreach organization to men and women that work in all facets of adult entertainment in Marion County. So for us, that's uh, there are six different strip clubs that we do outreach to once a month. We bring gifts that uh, volunteers and different churches have sponsored and created. And we share a very uh, loving, non-judgmental message that, you know, God loves each person based on the identity that he made them in and who they are. And it's just a very simple message, but through this outreach and through that consistency of showing up month to month, um, really the doors open to relationship. Um, And any uh, man or woman in the industry that wants to engage with us, they're able to reach out to us for um, counseling for mentoring, assistance with job acquisition, job research, and we even do things uh, to support people in their life transitions. We throw baby showers, we perform weddings. I mean, any, anything that we can do to continue to honor the person for who they are and remind them that we're here, that, that's really our goal. And, and through that, a lot of people come to know the love of Jesus, too. So it's a uh, I'm really proud to be part of it. Absolutely. Mike Norman with Pole <laughs> Gems is with us, uh, checking in from Oregon wow. today. You cover a lot of good ground there. I want to unpack that some. You know, sure. I'm thinking that the typical, the foundational approach as you are viewing, reaching out to, as you mentioned, uh, women and men who are in the uh, adult entertainment industry, their families, you know, the, the touch points and building relationships. It's, this is a little different. 
than say uh, handing out a tract at your local mall or at the uh, at the beach, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. so right. which is a, you know it's con- kind of a common ground thing where everyone's out enjoying themselves and oh you st- could you you know but this is different where you are kind of going uh, onto their territory so to speak to these clubs mm-hmm. so just take us through the process of like what what's that like the encounter the planning you mentioned you you start with gifts that you want to help yeah. affirm them that that they're a gift that you know God made them and uh, talk about the idea, yeah. of, or, or let's start with why a gift to begin with, and then maybe unpack like how it goes from once you've assembled those, and and then the actual yeah. an example of an encounter, how you would go through that. So many people um, in adult entertainment, their whole life is about what they can do for their client or their customer. So uh, a patron at a club or whatever that looks like, and they are ultimately trained that their value comes in from what, what they can perform, what they can do. Um, honestly, I think a lot of people in the world in general, but even Christians have, have that message as well, that sure. um, you know, our value is in our performance. So right, right. Um, we can really relate on that level. Right, different kind um, of performance, but still performance nonetheless. Right, yeah. right. So performance nonetheless. Um, patrons don't want to know who they are. They don't want to know their stories. And that's part of what makes it easy for men and uh, women even to access, you know, adult entertainment and porn is to look at it as a performance and try to forget the humanity and the identity of the people that, uh, that are being exploited. And so, yeah, so we should, we give them a gift because we want them to know that they don't have to perform and that it's not actually what they can do for us, but it's what we can do for them. So that's kind of the philosophy in my mind behind the gift. Um, and the gifts themselves might be like, yeah, well, the gifts themselves might be just uh, everyday items or what, like what kind of gift bags would you put together as a, as a, a token of reaching out? Yeah, we want it to be more personal um, and, again, to try, try to um, uh, show that message of value. And so it's more things to make them feel good about themselves, to look good, to feel good. So, you know, it's a lot more often. It's more like makeup, soaps, and uh, like bath bombs, you know, stuff that's actually really more, a little bit maybe more luxuriant, maybe not a part of your normal budget, um, just so they can treat themselves and remember that um, that they're worth um, doing that yeah. uh, in their own life. So that's kind of the standard. Uh, what's it like yeah. then as you go about that? Um, you know, you pull up to a, a strip club and you have these gifts and, uh, do you, are the relationships even built with, I'm thinking like, who's going to let you in? Like, what do you want? What are you doing? Like, do, they, do you have trouble getting in sometimes? To, and how do you handle that? And, and yeah, kind of a thing like that. Yeah, no, great, great question. Um, and I need to clarify our outreach team is all women. So me and operations management, um, I do a lot of the administrative stuff. The closest thing I get to do is I'm, I actually do all the men's gifts okay. and just donate that to the organization. Um, so that way I know it's a gift a man would like. Um, so we kind of hit the same club, same night of the month, every month, because it builds that consistency. And uh, women actually sometimes shape their shifts around knowing when we're going to be there. That's cool. Um, so they can connect with us. It's funny. You would think that um, clubs and owners may not want us there. But because we're not there to actually take them out of the industry or interrupt business, but just to get that message in, get it out, and then, again, hope for that connection later. We actually have a great relationship with the owners, and believe it or not, we actually have owners and managers contact us and let us know if uh, one of their dancers or bouncers is a 
going through some hardships in their life, and then we try to fill that gap. So wow. it's actually a partnership almost. It's very interesting. That is really crazy. That's good. That's good, mm-hmm. though. That's mm-hmm. Mike Norman. He's the son of Larry Norman, who's known as the, really the founding father in many ways of the contemporary Christian music scene. Also himself had a lot of opportunity to minister. He was on tour out with Janis Joplin and many others in the mainstream world and very well respected. Uh, we shifted gears during our chat, which was, again, January 17th of 2019, so almost a year ago. If you want to get the full podcast of that, it's at WFIL.com, and you can catch more of uh, both uh, you know, him talking about that, as well as I'll play one other clip for you here, uh, just the music side of things with his father, Larry Norman, who is an amazing, one of the most amazing individuals I've ever met. We'll have a fun song from Larry coming up, too, just to give you that little hint. Uh, and by the way, before we get to this, this next clip, just again, playing these to give you an example of what this program is about as you're tuning in and learning about what's, what the show's about, um, or maybe what you would have missed, um, we invite you to send a quick text if you want to make a little prediction on the game for this coming Sunday. 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683, talking Eagles, Seahawks. And as a fun thing, we'll, we'll draw a number of winners for gift cards, and we'll also draw a grand prize winner. If you happen to get the exact score and the right teams, we'll do a, a, a 25 gift card pack on Monday. But you have to get both of those correct, the, uh, the, the teams who win, team who wins, and the score itself. All right, so this is Mike Norman. The other little part of our chat with him and him talking about being the son of Larry Norman and, and the music side of things and what it was like to grow up the son of a music legend. Your father, Larry Norman, considered the uh, in many circles as the trunk of the, the Christian music tree, so to speak, had a lot of songs that, that it, seemed, it would seem like it's a natural fit or we shouldn't be surprised that his son Mike winds up spending time at least part of his life serving the Lord in this way. Tell us about your dad and, and what part of him and how he viewed the gospel, including reaching mm-hmm. the fringes, how that made it, might have come into play with your heart as to why you work with pole gems. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, so my father, Larry, was a huge, uh, huge uh, inspiration for me and uh, had great impact on my life in, um, in my values in the way that I see um, the need for ministry um, and his passion was for reaching the fringes. And um, I actually have a, a really, a pretty critical turning point in my life and a story connected to this. So in probably mid to late 90s, probably about 95, 96, I was with Larry um, and on a European tour. And um, we went to a ministry uh, coffee house. Um, for people um, in uh, drug and alcohol recovery. Mm. Um, it used to be a house that would, would sell marijuana and other illegal drugs and was actually a, a basically a supplier of those substances, but it had um, become a, an outreach ministry. And, um, you know, he wasn't paid for this show. Really, the only people that came were those in the community that were actually in recovery. Um, so it's a very intimate little acoustic show. And afterwards, he, here's, here's kind of what I'm getting at, is um, we met this young girl. She's about 16 years old outside, and she was asking for prayer, and she was telling us about her life. At 16, she told us that her family had kicked her out when she was about 14 years old. She was picked up by a trafficker and began being sold and, um, and using drugs to deal with the pain of being sold over and over again. And she actually was expecting to die from level five kidney disease um, from using IV drugs. And, um, At 16. And, you know, we, yeah. And so we, we prayed with her, and it was a really wonderful moment. 
when we came back to the States after the tour, um, we had heard that she did die from the disease and, uh, it profoundly impacted my life. And I actually didn't even draw this connection when I first started with pole gems, but I, I saw her as this really incredible creation of God that had gone through a horrible turn of events in her life. And ultimately she, you know, she died very young and was a victim of a very painful experience for that, that two years. But, you know, she died knowing Jesus. She died um, knowing that she was forgiven of everything she had done and was able to forgive traffickers and, and the Johns and the people that bought her and um, really had kind of that healing transforming moment. But from that moment on, I knew I wanted to be in social work. I knew I wanted to work with people that were suffering. And um, I see that as a huge connection. Most of our relationships are very slow. They take multiple years. One uh, woman that we are working with, we started seeing her on our outreaches about seven years ago. And about one year ago, she accepted the Lord, and she is now actually a volunteer with us, and she is making gifts for the clubs that we used to do outreach at specifically. And the girls remember her, and they're blown away that she is making gifts for them now. Um, wow. And that's the normal process. It's, it's that slower, long-term investment, being through life changes with people and proving that God gets down uh, in, the, in the muck and the mire and the mess that you may face in your life. And it's not about convenience. It's about being there in every situation for the long term. That's Mike Norman, our guest on the 17th of January, 2019, almost a year ago, one of hundreds of podcasts available to you absolutely free at WFIL.com. That last segment there, we were kind of tying in with Mike's father, Larry Norman, very well known in the Christian music world. And uh, we have a fun song, especially because it's Friday, to throw on for you. It says, why should the devil have all the good music? It's Tim DeMoss' show on WFIL. I want the people to know that he saved my soul, but I still like to listen to the radio. They say rock and roll is wrong, we'll give you one more chance. They say it feels so good, I gotta get up and dance. I know what's right, I know what's wrong, I don't confuse it. All I'm really trying to say is why should the devil have all the good music? WFIL.com and on the app, that's Larry Norman. Why should the devil have all the good music from only visiting this planet? That CD came out close to 50 years ago. Of course, it wasn't a CD back then. I'll wrap up our little uh, segments, uh, kind of giving you a look back at some of the kinds of interviews you can expect when you tune into the radio program. Again, help yourself to the podcast anytime you like, absolutely free at WFIL.com. We have a short break to take. We'll come back and... Uh, I want to play some clips for you. I was at the Eagles practice facility just a few hours ago. Got a chance to talk to a handful of players. We'll play some clips for you. And you're invited to continue texting in or emailing, if you prefer, uh, to 610-500-DOVE. That's the text line. 610-500-3683 or email timmyd, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. Your prediction on the game for Sunday afternoon, Eagles, Seahawks, who is going to win? What will the score be? Just for taking time to do that, we'll enter into a drawing for some gift cards. We'll hand out at the end of the program. And if you happen to nail it exactly, the winning team and the exact score, you could win 25 gift cards. We won't know that, of course, till Monday, till after the game. 
I'm going to guess if uh, the reason I say you could is we'll, we'll we only have one such winner we can make. We don't have that many gift cards. We have enough to make one grand prize winner. I'm going to guess there won't be more than one person who actually gets it exactly. If that, hence the high gift card count at stake. All right? 610-500-3683. Have some fun. Text in if you would. First and last name, where you're from, and your prediction. The winning team and the score. And uh, we'll be rooting for you. Back in a sec with more on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. I like that song. Billy Joel, Uptown Girl. 433 of the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for listening in. Forecast going for a cloudy rest of the afternoon and evening. Rain off and on. We had it early. I think it's coming back our way tonight. 43 the low. Tomorrow still cloudy and rainy, up to 56 for the high. And Sunday, sunny with some clouds at times, but a high of just 42. Flyers lost 5 4 to Vegas last night. Sean Couturier, a couple of goals. Claude Giroux and Travis connecting each of that goal in the losing cause. They'll try and get back on track tomorrow night at Arizona at 8. The Sixers are at Houston tonight at 8. And it's big football weekend. NFL playoffs underway tomorrow. It's Buffalo at Houston at 435, followed by Tennessee at the lovely Patriots at 815. Then Sunday, Minnesota at New Orleans at 105. And then the game that the greater Philadelphia area has the most interest in, Eagles home against Seattle at 440. Earlier today, I was down at the Eagles Novacare Complex, had a chance to talk to a number of the players and uh, just going to give you a, so this will be a little bit of a segment if you're an Eagles fan to give you a little an idea of where the players are. Because really, literally 48 hours from now, it'll be, you know, the last batch of commercials right before the whole deal starts uh, and, and the kickoff happens. And so uh, talked with one of the, uh, the, the players there, Jason Kelsey. The, really, the action starts with him when they're on offense. He's the center. He is the one who... You know, I was just actually remarking to my sons. We were watching the, the last Eagles game, uh, and I was with my was my son, Tim, at, actually at the game up in New York against the Giants, or New, New Jersey. And uh, I'm like, I would not want to be Jason Kelsey because he has to, you know, he's like the general on the, on, the, on the front line there protecting Carson Wentz, and he has to make sure he snaps the ball accurately, and then he's getting ready to be pounded right into the ground. He doesn't have the advantage of at least being, you know, f- fully upright. He has, to, he has to snap the ball and get ready. And in any case, he was actually uh, – uh, he, he's and on top of that, he's working with uh, you know potentially new players because of injuries. And so he was asked uh, down as part of this media group down there today, uh, "What's it going to be like for you working with a couple of uh, of new players? Uh, you know, relatively new, not the starters, Matt Pryor and Vitai, as he's known as Pryor and V, replacing Brandon Books and uh, Lane Johnson uh, due to injuries." Here's what he had to say. You know, Priors had a, a lot of reps. V's had a lot of reps in both spots. So, um, you know, we feel very confident with either of those two guys. Obviously, you're not going to replace Brandon Brooks or Lane if he can't go. But uh, both those guys have shown that they can do the job. And getting all the reps throughout the week, um, you know, I feel uh, staff does a great job making sure guys are ready to go. And so the question is, does your role change much, Jason Kelsey, with those I replacements? I don't think it changes that much. I mean, over-communicate stuff, I think, whenever you have a new piece coming in or like I'm, you know, in the middle of a game, especially I want to overstate, you know, what's been going on, uh, you know, what's a little bit different, and um, you know, how are you gonna, how are you attacking it different than what you prepared for during the week? 
but for these guys, they've gotten a lot of reps this week. Um, I think everybody's fully aware of the game plan and whatnot, and now my job is just to make sure that on game day I'm communicating everything that needs to happen. That's uh, Eagles center Jason Kelsey also asked to describe one of those two replacements more specifically, uh, Matt Pryor. Here's what I said about that. He has all the physical attributes you want in a guard or a tackle, really. I mean, he's tall, he's long, he's big, uh, he's powerful. Um, and the biggest thing you're looking for with Matt since he's been here is just consistency, and that's the biggest thing with young guys in general, you know, especially guys that have all the physical attributes. You're waiting for everything to click and uh, for that consistency to step up. And, uh, and Matt's done that, I think, especially in the games we've asked him to play in. Uh, you know, he's, he's been very consistent for us. Again, it's Jason Kelsey, uh, Eagles All-Pro Center, talking about Matt Pryor, one of the folks who's uh, likely to be playing this coming Sunday. Uh, actually, it was near Matt Pryor later in the, the session in the locker room, and he is one big dude. Uh, and uh, really, all these guys are huge. But Matt Pryor is really big, and it uh, was asked about, hey, man, you know, you, you, you don't get to play that much, but, you, you know, you have to be ready. Are you nervous? What's it like for you now as it's getting closer? It looks like you're going to be playing. No, I mean, of course I thought about it. Um, But, you know, like I said, when Stout tells you to prepare, regardless if I'm playing or not, I don't know yet. Um, It's up to the coaches and, you know, depending on how Lane's going. But I kind of keep the same mentality. Um, You know, I'm going to, if I'm going to play, I'm going to play. You know, it's just to stay prepared, just think you're going to start. Matt Pryor, in case Lane Johnson's not able to play, I have not seen the latest injury report in terms of Lane Johnson making it or not, but Matt Pryor, you just like, you know, it's a life lesson. You can listen to the athletes talk about the game, but the truth is, you know, and before God, really, you want to be ready and, and be faithful right where you are. Maybe your opportunity comes along. Maybe you have to wait a long time for it. But in any case, uh, Matt Pryor talking about the possibility of playing this coming Sunday. Uh, back to Jason Kelsey for a second, who uh, Rob Motti, who has joined our program, works for the Associated Press. He's on every now and again. He uh, tweeted out, Jason Kelsey received 29 votes. Uh, and he is uh, an All-Pro. Congratulations, Eagle Center. Jason Kelsey being named first-team All-Pro by the Associated Press for the third time. And uh, Jason Kelsey was asked at the uh, the media time this afternoon, earlier today, if he thinks about these individual awards very much. Oh, here's the uh, – put the right button up. There we go. Jason Kelsey on that. No. Um, I think you reflect more on the team, to be honest with you. I think you know, that's what – that's why this game's the greatest game, you know, in my opinion, there is. It's 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 the teamwork required, especially up front on the offensive line. Um, you know, that's the reason why this game is special. That's Jason Kelsey again, the Eagles All Pro Center, and talking about teamwork. And it's true if you're, you know, you're talking about Carson Wentz, blah blah blah, all that. But it really does start in front of Carson Wentz because if the the guys in front of him aren't able to protect them, Carson Wentz uh, does not have as much of a chance, obviously, and same for any quarterback in the league. If you're just listening in, it's the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Earlier today, I had the chance to go down to the uh, Novacare Complex and chat with some of the players and be part of a media session uh, heading into this coming Sunday's game. Miles Sanders, one of the key players on the team, had a chance. He's been uh, injured and uh, they talked to him about his uh, physical state will he be ready to roll um, got a chance to go out there and run a little bit uh, started just doing like dynamic warmer stuff this morning and just took it all on the field and I feel pretty good uh, nobody's 100 percent at this point in the season so um, that's what you're asking no I'm not I know I'm not 100 but I'm uh, good enough to go Playoffs, so <laughs> that's uh, yeah, it's Miles Sanders, and he says nobody's 100% at this time of the year, but hey, it's the playoffs, and at this point, you know, you put your bumps and bruises aside. What does he think it's going to be like out there, Miles Sanders? Yeah, uh, I feel like it's going to be electric. Uh, 
probably more like to like like Dallas, but probably more. It's a lot on the line in those playoffs, so wild card and we home, so I'm excited. All right, Miles Sanders is excited. Electric atmosphere, that's for sure what's in store. Talked to Vinny Curry on defense and asked him uh, a couple of questions about the, you know, what he's in store for as well. In fact, I had asked him the same thing, kind of like heading into the weekend. How do you prepare yourself? You know, what are you thinking and all that? Playoffs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Plays for itself. Shout out the world. Playoffs. Don't be big. Exciting. So, Danny, he said to me, playoffs, bro, like, <laughs> which is very funny. You know, he's like, he's because I was saying, I don't know, I coached softball, for example, back in the day. And I was mentioning earlier. And when you're getting ready for like a, a, the playoffs, even for us, we start thinking about it. You have time to, you know, what's the best lineup? Who should I put where? What are the adjustments I want to make? It's just for like a church softball league, you know, yeah. or, or if you're coaching a high school team. I mean, those games matter. But mm-hmm. you're talking like he's going to be playing in front of thousands of people. Mm-hmm. And it, it it makes me very interested to think, how do you pace yourself? Because you can just be chomping at the bit. I just want to get out there and play. Right. And so he, he just looked at me. He's like, he's played a lot of big games. He's like, it's a playoffs. Like, it takes care of itself. <laughs> is the way. It, but it's, it's just funny how he said it to me. He's like, it's playoffs, bro. Here we go again. Playoffs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a nice drop for our show. Right? I Play, like it. Playoffs, bro. Uh, so in any case, that's what Vinny Curry had to say earlier today. Uh, asked him about... The, the opposition too. This is an important thing. Just uh, you know, the Seattle Seahawks. What is it about their team uh, that you know that that uh, makes them as good as they are? They just they just play well together. You know, it's hats off to their coaching staff. You know, they really know how to you know execute all the players they have, all the pieces they have. At the end of the day, man, we just gotta just play play our game. You gotta play mistake free football because if somebody out there got something wrong, they will find it. That's Vinny Curry again. So he's he's complimenting the Seahawks. They play well together as a team, which is super important. But also mentions you got to be prepared and do your thing and be focused on what you do because you can't think too much about the other side or else you won't be really taking care of your own business. So that was uh, Vinny Curry talked to him earlier today. Uh, also on that whole how do you prepare thing, one of the most interesting conversations I had, uh, this is our last little clip of our segment, is uh, Dallas Goddard, who is tight end on the uh, on the offensive side of the ball. And I asked him, okay, we're 48 hours from, from – um, kickoff against the Seahawks, you know, how do you handle these things? Yeah, probably the biggest thing is from here on out, you know, I just don't really even think about football um, until the night before the game. I'll watch the reminders. But, uh, you know, we put in the work during the week, and uh, now it's just time to recover, get away from it. You know, like you said, I don't want to get too hyped up about it. I don't want to waste energy on it, you know, just – Try to get my body feeling good, my mind in the right place, and get ready to go play. Is it hard for you to do at all as far as managing that? Or you, no, nah, not really. When I go home, you know, I live with AM, and, you know, I just – we kind of just try to try to stay away from talking about football at the house, you know, just have our own time, you know, because it's a job, you know. It's not like you want to carry this with you 24-7. It's just too much. You know, we we do our film study, we do that and whatnot. But other than that, you know, I'm I'm try, I try to get away from it. That's Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard. Very interesting that he said that. Uh, it reminds me of I had a conversation at one point uh, with a guy named Scott Rowland, who used to play for the Phillies, third baseman, one of their best third basemen ever. Of course, Mike Schmidt's the greatest of all time. But that, uh, Scott Rowland did a fine job. And one time after a game, this is just a side side story, but it relates to what Dallas Goddard just said. I, I went to Scott Rowland. This is 15, 20 years ago. And after Philly's game, and the, the team wasn't very good at that point. And I asked him, 
uh, I said, look, and I used my softball coaching as another lead in. It's just, that's something I've done for years. So I said, you know, I know when I play rinky dink softball, so to speak, like, you know, just me, my teammates and the other team, there aren't even a ton of fans. It's just a small group of people having fun, but playing hard. If I make an error or two, or I, I go over four, I don't get any hits. I'll go home and I'll think about it for a couple hours. Like it bothers me. I'll take it home. And I asked him, I said, you know, you play in front of thousands of people. How do you process, you know, if you have a bad game and he, thought about it for a minute. And then he said, you know, uh, I don't leave the stadium until I'm done processing the game. So it might be an hour. It might be five hours, whether I do well or poorly, but I don't leave till it's done. And then I leave. And that's the first time it occurred to me, like, you know what? That's a really smart way. So you don't take it home. And I think Dallas Goddard said it even, even more concisely. You just, it's too much to carry. And I, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a wise thing. I think even just to consider uh, the whole idea of, hey, you know, in this era where you can take your laptop everywhere, you can take your phone, obviously, everywhere. It's almost like a third of hand or another appendage on your body to have a phone. You can never you're never really removed from anything communicating it could be work, could be friends. It could be whatever. And just to have a chance to have separation and have a break. Uh, it's a, it's those are wise words from a young guy. So I'm glad I had a chance to talk to him and get a little insight because. You know, if it was me, I'd be thinking I'm, I'm a player. I'm jumping, chomping at the bit, ready to roll. And maybe some are, but Dallas Goddard there, I think, with some good words, uh, tight end for the Eagles. We'll take a quick break. We have a very special guest jumping in studio with us in a couple of moments and some other uh, fun stuff to do. Don't forget, send in your text to 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. Your prediction on this Sunday's game is tell me your first, last name, where you're from, and who's going to win. And the score, if you get it exactly right, We'll put you in a 25 gift card drawing. And if you don't get it right, that's okay. We'll put you in a drawing for a little gift card. One more time. 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-3683. Text in your score for the game and who's going to win. And hopefully you'll win. WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show. Weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. Ladies and gentlemen, on the Tim DeMoss Show, may I introduce a voice that's well familiar to this program, the hardest working producer in Philadelphia radio between 4.02 and 4.58.50, dash, retired. Retired, yeah. Now, why is your mic not working? I don't know. Is this one over here? Try it. Yeah, that's it. Is that it? Yeah, over there. Am I over here? Oh, I don't know that any of them are working particularly well. Why don't you put both of them by yourself? I got them both. There you go. I got them both. Am I good? Great. You look great. I feel good. Joseph Q. Harnett the Ninth. J. Yeah, Joseph J. Harnett the Ninth. Yes. Is in studio with us. Yes, he is. This is what they call a quick hit. You know this, how they do like a, a sideline side report, Howard yes. Eskin or yeah, Aaron right Robert there. or whatever her name is. Yes. We realized yes. that today... Yes. This is the first you know month of a new decade. Yes. So since you are now on the radio live and in color. Yes. That would mean how many decades of radio have you technically partaken, partook in? in? I partook. <laughs> <laughs> you partake? since, since I went on the air in 72. I thought of this this morning. I was thinking about a conversation I had with Joe Niagara, who used to be on WFIL, WIBG. Yes. I mean, all over the place, the yes. Rockin' Bird. And he once said to me, he said, Jay, 
because he called me Jay. He said, Jay, I've been on seven decades, on the air in Philadelphia, seven decades. I said, really? I thought, no one's ever going to get close. But as I retired in 2019, uh, it occurred to me this morning, wow, if I go on the air anytime this year or next or whatever, I'm on the air in Philadelphia uh, for the uh, uh, parts of six decades. So it started in 72. And uh, it it uh, it's now seventies, eighties, nineties, O's, tens, and and the twenties. You say aughts? I said aughts. I said O's. The O's. Okay, so this is your sixth decade of broadcasting. Sixth decade. Yeah, you should write a book or something. Yeah, I told my wife about it, and she said you're not that old. I said, well, I'm not. I haven't done all. I <laughs> see. I would have to do a whole this decade, the twenties. T- well, if I'm not mistaken, uh-huh. I think the. Chicago White Sox brought back Minnie Minoso. Minnie Minoso. Who, yeah. who, to pinch hit, like yeah. when he was 59 yes. or something. Yes. Just so he could be in parts of multiple decades, like five decades or something. Wow, as a ball yeah. player, I forget what it was. So congratulations on this accomplishment. How does you. it feel, most importantly? I, You know, it only occurred to me this morning, and I thought, <laughs> wow, I am old. I should have said no. You can't come in. It kind of <laughs> I should have strung you along, gotten some lunches yeah, out of it. Right, get Free some lunches, lunches out coffee. Of it. Man, what was I thinking? Well, well, I told you I ran out of meds. So, yeah. you know, you said, oh, then you better come in today. <laughs> well, truth be known, you're here to help with the radio station. Yeah. You're yes. still part of the team here every yes. now and again. Help yes. out with whatever, some production responsibility. Yes. So, yes. this may not be the last. This may just be the first of. I'm looking for what's the next decade? The 2030s? Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. So if this program is still going 10 years from now, you have an invitation. Count it from now, okay? I uh, that would make. I got 70. a good feeling about and that. And you and Joe Niagara could be tied. That would be pretty. Oh. Cool. That would be seven decades. Oh. See, think about the that. The rocking bird yeah. fly, flies no more. <laughs> I'll have to come up with a saying for me. Well, it's been fun. Yeah. Wait, yes. Thank you. you thank know, you to the audience for me. Yeah. Letting me. The wonderful Joe Harnett. Puns are next. Yeah. But they've been getting a bit wordy. Really? (laughs) Oh, that's funny, man. (laughs) Let's do a quick break. Uh And we'll be back with the pun segment in a second on WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It is 4.56 in the Tim DeMoss Show. Time now for... Now that's punny. Woo. So, oh, do I play the music? I forgot. I do the music. What was I thinking? I don't know. Uh, I blew that. Yeah. Well, sorry. So I'm not good at this. Here we go. Uh, It's over here. There you go. Boy, I'm a rookie. I'm used to doing the... Anyway. So you have the puns and I have the response. I'm okay, ready. Too. All right. We're going to start one off that I think is very poignant for this time of year. Yeah. I know exactly what's going to happen this year. You do? Because I have 2020 vision. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. I should have given you better. Go ahead. I'm ready. All right. What's a golf club's favorite type of music? A golf club's favorite type of music? I have no idea. Swing. Oh. Which type of vegetable tries to be cool, but is only partly successful at it? Mm, I don't know. A radish. (laughs) (laughs) How about this one? How do you do a facepalm sound effect? I know. All right. Which country's capital has the fastest growing population? 
Ireland. Ireland. Do you know why? Because it's always Dublin. <laughs> That's like when you play categories. If you get er, you get the actual one, you get bonus points. What? Have you ever played categories? No. And I'll tell you about it some other time. All right. We'll talk off the air. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. What job did the frog have at the hotel? Uh, bellhop. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like we're playing like the $28,000 pyramid or whatever. I should be getting points for this. I know. You should get some money for yeah, this. Yeah. All right. I'm open to that. Go ahead. <laughs> any, any more puns? Why couldn't the elk be identified? I don't know. Because it was anonymous. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Did you hear about the guy who got hit in the head with a can of soda? No. He was lucky it was a soft drink. What would you do with a brain if you had one? <laughs> Speaking of getting hit in the head, one more. Do you have one more? All right, one more. How do you keep intruders out of a castle made of cheese? I don't know. Make a mozzarella. <laughs> That's fine work by you, Danny. Nice job. Thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful weekend. Thanks for listening in. We'll pass the baton now to Jim Maxim. Max 413 Ministries. He leads in prayer next. Looking forward to seeing you on Monday after that big Eagles win. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.